Hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep? Well, good evening. Welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. Uh, we do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What am I going to do? I'm going to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's running through your brain, whatever is racing through your brain. Whatever is, or slowly, painstakingly, in every detail, slowly going through your brain. Whatever has got you up at night, whether it's your brain, your body, your neighbors, your relatives, or you know, or just something else, just a little bump in the road, as they say. Whatever it is, I'm gonna, do, I'm gonna try to distract you from that. And the way I'm gonna do it is, I'm gonna tell a story. I'm gonna try to be lulling, soothing. And a, a little bit dull, but in a in a in a I, don't, I guess I can't say sleight of hand way because I'm incredibly clumsy, both in speech and uh, you know physical manner. So I can't say sleight of hand, but I'd say uh, something like sleight of hand. Even in vocabulary, I stumble. The stumble of hand, I guess, would be the most accurate. <laughs> uh, yeah. You say, well, geez, how's that going to help me fall asleep? Well, I'll stumble, and then I'll mumble. I'm like, uh, like if you took Muhammad Ali and you crossed him with Droopy Dog, you know, say, geez, that is, you know, he he stumbles, but instead of, you know, stumbling and rumbling, he stumbles and he mumbles. And then he trails off, you know, long pauses. He floats somewhat like a butter, not quite like a butterfly. Does not sting. Not 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 similar to a bee. Uh, is, is, you know, I can't say he stings. Okay, he's nothing. He's more like a deputy dog, droopy dog. What is this? He can't even. He doesn't even know his nineteen uh, eighties Hanna Barbera characters. And they say, uh, by the way, that was by Payo, uh, Droopy Dog, my friend. And I say, it's not by Payo, critical voice in the back of my mind. Uh, Droopy Dog is as is, 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 is Hanna-Barbera as Hanna-Barbera gets. And you say, if you're the first time here, you're already like, wait a second. Did this guy go from talking about Muhammad Ali to Hanna-Barbera and he tried to throw in a secret Payo reference? And if I check my uh, cartoon boxing encyclopedia, I see none of his references are, are accurate. I would say, hey, don't worry about it. Maybe this isn't the podcast for you, or maybe I could just quiet down that. You know, you could criticize me. All you might, you say it was just a criticism and just uh, pointing out uh, blatant and <laughs> just pointing out blatant inaccuracies. I'd say thank you. But I'd also say, hey, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tone down my inaccuracies because I don't speak in truisms. I'd say, geez, I'd have to look that word up for sure. But I don't say, hey, this or certainty. I know what that word means. This is a certainty-free podcast. So you say, hey, okay, well, you guys, the guys, are not in the Payo fan club, which was disbanded in '92 by the Payo estate. You know, say, geez, I'm a Payo historian. I know you're making this up. And I would say to you, if I was starting a Dungeons and Dragons game right now, I'd call myself Hanna Barbarian. So how about that? 
So that should end that argument, you know, okay? So and that would be my, you know, mashup of Deputy Dog or Droopy Dog. I think maybe those were two separate characters. And uh, it was, a, one of them had a kid, and, and then there was Droopy Dog. Uh, I, I can't say, I'm not, I'm not, my hand, you know, I, have not, I don't have total recall of Hanna-Barbera. Uh, you know, that was in Total Recall. Was that in the Total Recall prequel, the fan fiction prequel? Oh, wait, I didn't release that because uh, Schwarzenegger showed up and, you know, confiscated those hard drives with the Total Recall fan fiction I was writing. Because he said Droopy Dog. And then I think it was, was that Hannah, Hannah the. Oh, no, that's what Hannah Barbarian is from. Uh, that was the lawyer for the Hannah Barbera State's nickname. That showed up with Arnold Schwarzenegger. And they took away my total recall, Hanna-Barbera Smurf fan fiction. But anyway, not important because I'm here to help you fall asleep. And it's the way the podcast works is I say, geez, well, I'm just walking down the street trying to lull you, trying to dull you. street's going to take a a couple turns. Every once in a while, I'm going to fall in a sinkhole. But I call it a think hole. Uh, I mean, more I'm like a nonsense hole. And then I'll get, eventually I'll get my way out. I'll say, well, geez, let me pop a smurf. Let me step on your head here. And you, the great, you're the, you're the one smurf that's always up to trouble. I forget your name, though. Let me, you know, oh, yeah, you're trying to make me not, and then I get out of the pit. So this podcast takes a lot of turns like that. Is the, the, you say, geez, is this the intro? Is this some sort of surrealistic uh, painting that I found my way into? Is he probably not because a uh, true surrealist would, you know, they'd know the difference between surreal and absurd. Uh, probably, you know, so that, I'm not, I'm not either, you know, I'd say, well, geez, I could, I could kind of tell you what, well, no, surreal. Is it definitely not surreal esque? An absurdist-esque podcast is what we do here. But mostly I just try to, you know, pull the strings on a, on a, a sweater knitted by Hannah Barbarian, Peyo, the writers of Total Recall. And, you know, whatever else is he's sitting back there in the cobwebs of my mind that decides to pop in and say, Hey, why don't you talk about me? They say, well, Jim, I'm not familiar with you. And say, geez, I'm your repressed childhood desire for attention. I say, well, geez, you're getting your needs met right this very moment, my friend. So why don't you close your eyes? Why doesn't all the other, you know, voices that are sparking up a conversation at bedtime with you, why don't they close their eyes? Like a like a village of little mental smurfs and Hanna-Barbera characters. I've I've arrived... A bit, a bit, you know, you know, one part deputy dog, one part Muhammad Ali, one part Hanna Barbarian, one part Peo, because Peo just sounds comforting. I have no idea, nothing, know nothing about Peo. Uh, but when you say, "Hey, it's by Peo," I say, "Geez, that's the kind of person I'd like to read." You know, read me a bedtime story. Uh, let's gather around all those parts of your brain, like little Smurfs. We'll gather around some mushroom cottages. And you let all of them listen to me, and you, you, you in the background, the human being back there, 
in some sense, you know, if you're getting harassed by your own brain or your own thoughts or whatever else, you say, I'm, I'm here to give you a little break. I'm going to talk. I'm going to distract you. You kind of you, you kind of listen to me. But if you if you stayed with it this far, you say, well, geez, this isn't serious stuff. Uh, this guy is not going to be cracking any codes, even a co- decoder ring that, you know, would come in Cracker Jacks. Or, you know, you know, payo-related decode, you know, payo-related puzzle. You know, this guy's not going to be cracking those, giving those answers. And I'd say, no, I'm just going to kind of chitter-chatter. I get a little, little something ready to go tonight. But yeah, that's what I'm here for. Lull you off to sleep. We're on the web, www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. You can email me feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. You can comment on the website. You can get me on Twitter at Dearest Scooter. You can uh, go to uh, Facebook. You can get me on Facebook at Sleep With Me Podcast. We have a Sleep With Me Podcast community. You can join that and, you know, exchange ideas about sleep or just say, hey, I can't sleep. Somebody tell me a joke. We got a newsletter. I think it's at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash newsletter. Still in beta form. I'm still working the kinks out. But the archived issues, I think, are on there if you want to take a look at those. It'll be a fairly weekly thing where I just give a, you know, say, hey, this was what we came out a year ago, maybe. This was some stuff I this week that when I was editing, I noticed maybe you missed it. Uh, check it out. Uh, so just in case you fell asleep, uh, T-shirts are coming soon. They're only going to be on sale for three weeks. I'll keep you up to date on that. Uh, what else? I, I think that's it. I don't know. Uh, but I'm here to help you fall asleep. I'm glad you're here, and I, you know, I hope, I hope, I, you know, I hope you're already asleep. To be honest, because I don't, I'm still trying. I said, "Geez, what did I? What was I just talking about? Was I in a fugue state? Was I? Did I enter some surrealistic, absurdist fugue state? Is that even a thing? My, you know, has my brain prism gone awry?" But I'd say, you know, if you can't sleep, just picture Salvador Dali's mustache curving like an eternal circle onto itself forever. And I don't know if that's surrealist or absurdist, but, uh, you know, uh, let's move on. All right, guys, uh, how are you doing tonight? It's uh, it's uh, Monday night. I'm trying to get this episode recorded for Thursday. I got a busy week, so I want to make sure I had it prepared for you. And I've been trying... You know, our new series is still coming, probably be mid-June now. But with all this freedom I have of two episodes a week to, to say, geez, I could kind of do whatever I want and respond to you guys. I know it's been a little while since we've done a guided meditation. I said, like, geez, maybe it's been six months. I don't know if I did one since the Christmas guided meditation. Uh, but, you know, I always want to, if I do a guided meditation, I want it to be... I don't know, I'd say, geez, what could I do it about? It feels like it uh, respectfully, what does that say? I wanted to say respectfully rinds the lines. But I'm like, geez, I know rinds isn't a word. And I said, but sometimes with this brain of mine, I say, well, I'm not even sure what word is close to rinds. And I said, well, she's not like an orange rind, that's a rind. But uh, respectfully strikes a balance where this podcast isn't anti-guided meditation. It's just an alternative to guided meditation. Sometimes we stray into the guided meditations. 
And, you know, this podcast really isn't anti-anything other than, you know, say anti-mean. But then you probably, if you listen to the podcast, they say, oh, boy, you're, you're way off with your accuracy. I say more like this podcast is all friendly is what we strive for here. So we're, we're uh, guided meditation friendly. We're just different. You know, and most of us that listen, they can't sleep. We're different. You got to remember you're different in a good way uh, because you're you and it's a special thing. And that's not part of the guided meditation. It's something heartfelt that just came up right right now. So I went for it because it's true. And a lot of times, you know, that, that's what we think. You know, some of the stuff you know, we get hung up on bedtime is thinking about stuff. And wondering, or at least I do, am I a part of things or am I separate from things? Am I the outsider? Do I desire to be the insider? You know, acceptance, closeness, all that stuff. And you say, geez, what you say? If I could get up in the clouds, get outside of my brain, what would it be like? But then you say, geez, if I, you know, so I think about interact, inner human, or inner human, or am I inner human? Interpersonal relations between other human beings. I say, I'm not great. You're trying to learn this compassion. Trying to learn what empathy is and understand it. Uh, trying to learn about kindness and openness. But maybe let's take a journey outside of the human being for, for a moment. For something we're so dependent on. And, and you just listen to my voice. If you can trust me, try to trust me. We're going to take a journey into the clouds where we've been before. Normally at the end of the podcast, not at the, uh, you know, middle start of the podcast as we are now. Uh, but we're up there in the clouds. And something about us feels like uh, almost like a s- sublime, like we've been subliminated, like we're a vapor. In the clouds, uh, we're, we're our contents, our makeup is H2O, uh, hydrogen and oxygen, two of one or the other, I'm not sure. Hydrogen, two oxygen, they say. I say, Jesus, is that two oxygen with one hydrogen? Is that H2O2? Is it probably two hydrogen, maybe? Well, let's not get hung up on that. We're a water molecule, or if you prefer, a globule, a collective of water molecules together, sublimated into a vapor floating inside a, a, a cloud. Uh, uh, up above us is a blue sky, so blue because you know we're a cloud. We're not blocking the blue sky any longer. Beyond that is like the heliosphere, maybe, the outer reaches of the Earth's atmosphere. Uh, below us, more cloud, more cloud. Um, you see, she said, is this gas or a vapor? I'm not sure the difference is, is, is well, I don't know, because I'm just a water globule. I see, she said, I feel like I'm part of this cloud for sure. And you notice some sort of water vibration awareness. You say, geez, I didn't know water was sentient. I guess 
It's not, but maybe because I'm inside the water globule or something. I'm identifying, I'm noticing people all the way down on the earth, looking at the clouds. Oh, see, geez, that looks like a puppy that, uh, you know, well, she's not even, now it kind of looks like, well, now it looks like one of those long puppies. What is that, a Dalmatian hot dog puppy? So long, the cloud, and you can see people down there in the green grass, lounging around. One of those parks where people just go to chat and laugh and eat and run and slip. Slipping, there's even a slip and slide you see set up down there. Water globules there, they're having a high amount of activity, probably. And uh, you watch. But you also notice there's some, you, you went from floating to some rolling action, and the wind is picked up. And you say, Jesus, the wind picking up at my behest, or am I being swept in the wind? But you're rolling. You're noticing the earth below you is passing at a greater rate. And also changing darkness shadows uh, disappearing or becoming cloaked in shadow as you rumble along, bumping into other water molecules, other water globules. You start to pick up. You say, geez, I got some other... You do a little You do a little instant meet and greet. So you say, hey, welcome to my globule. Glad to have you on board. Good to, you know, assimilate you, and you know what, Jesus, we're rolling here. And maybe there's a little small talk with a globule, small talk with a molecule. Say, Jesus, I think we're we're uh, we're storming past. Oh, yeah, no doubt about it. I just heard a rolling thunder in the distance. And this, uh, you know, you say, Jesus, I really felt that inside my. Uh, you know, I don't know if it was my proton, my neutron, or my electron, but I just noticed that for sure. Might even be wobbling my electrons a bit. And a couple of the other molecules laugh. They say, you know, some of the molecules in your globule love electron-based jokes. Even, you know, even when they, you know, say, geez, just just the effort of making an electron-based joke for us. Even if it's not funny or sensible, it's just like throwing, you know, it's like throwing. And you say, whoa, we're, we're really, we're gathering more water here. And uh, you say, geez, this is definitely an experience being water. Probably not exactly how a scientist would describe it. But since you're a water molecule, you say, geez, well, my, my you know, representation of my experience can't be denied. And, you know, it's, oh, Jesus, it's getting heavier. You say, Jesus, whoa, we're really blowing now. You say, Jesus, are we in the Gulf Stream or some other stream? And even, you say, you guys, I didn't pay attention about the whole sink. You know, we go from high pressure. Are we in high pressure or low pressure? Are we rubbing up against one or the other? But it's getting so rolling that everybody just kind of, you know, Shrugs their uh, their two between their H and their O. You say, yeah, I'm not sure to be honest. And then you notice your mole, your globule parts right down the middle. But somehow your awareness 
and some sort of magical cloud-like way stays with both parts of the globule. And the first part of your globule kind of gets picked up an even greater force of air and wind cloaked in a cloud. So you say, geez, this isn't half a really moving. A bit like a roller coaster and even some sort of, I, I want to use the word subsonic to describe it because I'm only a water molecule. My vocabulary is so limited. But my, you know, individual non-globule water molecules are, you know, bouncing off of me and into other globules and transferring water, not just by motion, but by, you know, pool cue, pool ball-like action. And uh, remove it at a rate in the air. You say, geez, the air's thinner here. It's cold. Oh, geez, I'm starting to dense it. Am I solidifying Am I freezing? Am I frosting? Am I drifting out of the cloud? I'm, I'm sensing I'm not a globule. Ooh, I feel so feather-like running into other feather-like things. Oh, so puffy and in a way we're floating down. I know I'm already knowing I'm some sort of snow flurry. Floating down from the sky at a pace that feels so gentle and also thrillingly fast. I'm able to say, geez, I've got quad awareness now because I'm able to hold both of these things in my, my, well, maybe my H is holding one and my O is holding the other awareness. I don't know. But I'm, we're tumbling down and bumping into others and joining others and falling apart. And then you see snow sheets. You see, Jesus, is that a glacier? Well, I said, Jesus, I always wondered what it would be like to be part of a glacier. Is that boring? You know, see, Jesus, we're moving. Or is it like you have this perspective of time is so much different and your collective power, so amazing. You say, well, geez, you, you, you humans have really reduced that. We're shrinking back now. We used to roll through and create these majestic valleys that you marvel at and, and, and fill places with water, bring water inland so far. And feed you those humans. But then you say, well, geez, my water memory bank says I don't have time for scorn of humanity right now because I'm a snowflake. Whoopee wee. And instead of saying, look at me, you say, look at you. You see other snowflakes. They're waving at you, cheering. You're giggling and laughing. And then you're saying, geez, what is this? And then you're tumbling onto the mountaintop. You're land- you say, geez, I just landed on a pine tree. Holy mackerel, this smells good. I'm getting both the pine uh, pine action from the actual pine thingamajig. I'm smelling myself pine cones. And I'm smelling pine, uh, uh, pine sap action. And I never thought of pine... Whatever thistle or whatever you want to call it, it would be so comfortable. 
And you get you gather in with other formal globules now. You say, geez, am I a snowflake or a snow, a little snow bunch? And you guys hug each other in. And you say, one day, I don't know if it'll be today. I don't know if it'll be tomorrow. I don't know, but for now, I'm going to stay with all of you, my fellow snow, pine snow community, and then just enjoy it and watching the other snowflakes fall, watching the line of the storm as it moves against mountains, or watching the path, and, and you also... And this is the first time you say, geez, I've been so busy with my water-based activity, natural, mo- I don't know what, what it even called, but the, 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 the journey I've been on. It's only now I settle in to my little pine bed, and I can feel the collective joy of water. I can see the snow going down in the distance, and I can feel their glee. And then you feel calling you the awareness of your your other half, your former half, you'd even say, or you. You say, well, that's tough for me to wrap my, you know, not a lot of room for philosophy inside here. We only got, you know, H2O. And we're not even positive which we got too, uh, but we, you know, we don't have an electron. We don't have the electron capacity for total philosophy and analysis. And then you're, you, so you say, well, I'll just drift away into the uh, other globule, kind of like you say, formerly known as Prince. It's just formerly known as me, but now I'm me again, or just an, just another. Happy H2O molecule uh, combined. You say, am I chemically bonded to you or are you just my neighbor in this globule? Pleased to meet you either way. And the uh, other molecule says, hey, are you the electron uh, comedian? And you say, well, in some sense, yes, and in some sense, no. But I don't have enough electrons to either process it or explain it to you. And your whole molecule globule cracks up. And then you notice, you see, geez, the air's warmer here, a little bit denser. You feel humidity, which is like uh, water sliding on water. You say, oh, boy, this is nice. I could get you. And then you roll out of a cloud, a water drop, or in the specific sense, a raindrop. And oh boy, you know, you say, geez, I'm no misty raindrop. I'm a heavy raindrop. And I'm going to be falling on ahead, hopefully, you know, not in an overwhelming way. And you notice as you plummet to the earth, you're bouncing off other and you're sheeting. And you're being blown by the wind. But you're sliding through the humidity. You're headed towards the earth. You see a forest. Green hills, you say, oh, geez, I don't know where I am. But you say, geez, maybe I'm in Kentucky. Maybe I'm in Arkansas. I'm not sure. 
maybe these are the Smoky Mountains. Maybe I'll land, you know, maybe I'll, I'll stop by Dollywood and go on some rides. But you know that again, you're, you're headed towards some grass. You're headed towards some trees. And then you palm it into uh, what, what, what at a distance looks like grass. But it's really just a variety of wild hillside growths of what, what people, you know, that just have a sleep podcast would call weeds and bushes and plants, green stuff. There's even some flowering going on. And boom, you hit yourself on a white, feel it frilly flower. You say, geez, what, what, what do you call yourself? You look a bit like a doily flower, if you don't mind me saying. And the flower says, I don't mind if you do. Goodbye. Thanks for the couple molecules out my flowering action later. And you feel some pollen triggling around within your globule. And then you hit the earth and you notice, oh. There goes my awareness again. And one piece of your awareness goes racing across the surface, running across the surface. But another part of your awareness seeps into the mud. And you start to feel seep action. You start to feel percolation. You start to feel infiltration. You start to feel... You know, H2O transfer action, just like in those other clouds. You're bumping into one molecule, you're transferring, you're bonding. You're co- you say, geez, am I coalescing? It feels like I'm coalescing and it feels pretty damn good. And you're going and you're going into the earth and you're feeling, geez, what was that extra molecule inside me? It just got peeled off. Somebody said, that was cadmium or something, a heavy metal. So, thank goodness, I felt weird. And you feel yourself going through and you say, hey, Jesus, uh, I just dropped off a couple molecules on that slick earthworm. Sweet. And you see little different bugs. You say, Jesus, I had no idea you lived down here. And you, you get some pooling action. You become, you know, some of you becomes like a, a mud. You say, Jesus, this isn't half bad. I'm going to hang out with you, soil. And the soil says, hey, I need to, you know, Need some aeration. I've been looking for somebody to aerate me a bit. As is, some of you say, some of you keep going. You say, excellent, sounds like a plan. Pleased to meet you again. And I say, it feels like the first time almost. And you say, geez. And then suddenly you run into something, a big mass of water down there. And you say, what in the hell is this? This feels like an underground aquifer. Uh, more boringly called a water table. And you say, Jesus, and a couple of other waters say, come on in, the water's fine. And they, you say, Jesus, I thought I could only laugh at electron jokes, but that was hilarious. But then you realize it is fine. And you're flowing, you're floating, you're saying, you're bonding. You say, Jesus, this is a, now I'm in a, a collective, and then I'm in this collective as well. And you say, geez, are we uh, slowly going somewhere? I say, yeah, we're a part of an underground aquifer. You know, we got some river action. We got some, you know, pooling action. We got it all here. Welcome. So glad you're here. You're, you're essential. And you say, well, it's my, I'm, I'm a man being water is 
damn good. And they say, just wait. And they say, for, you say, for what? You say, for the rest of the journey. And you say, oh boy, there's more. And you notice, you say, I never seen a water globule wink. You say, I never seen a water globule wink before, but you just winked at me. And you hear tee hee hee, you say, gee, well, this is awesome. And then your awareness, you, you say, she said, I'm enjoying it here and I'm enjoying it somewhere else. Where am I? You're rolling down a hill. You're back with that other part of you on the hill. Rolling with other water, you say, Jesus, this is fast. We're rolling right down the face of this hill. But there's so many roots and plants. They say, Jesus, I'm not really disturbing anything either. And you know, some of you get pulled and you see, you see a couple of, you say, what are those rams licking up that water? And then you notice you take a couple of turns. You say, man, I feel like that time I was in that guy's mouth and then he, he sneezed me onto the movie screen and I got to watch all the Goonies before I evaporated. It was awesome. And I remember this part of Goonies. I said, I feel like I'm in the water slide and I couldn't understand how a pirate would design a water slide with booby traps uh, to, to a hideout. But you say. I don't got enough electrons, you know, to 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 de de suspend my disbelief that long. And then another molecule says, "Was that an electron joke, or were you just?" And you say, "I don't even remember anymore." And you guys just laugh at that. And then you boom, you notice you're in a pond. And the first thing you roll into the water, you say, "Holy crap!" Those are you see it right out of the corner of your eye, tadpoles. And you say, damn, those are tadpoles. I say, geez, I wonder if those are frogs. Are tadpoles only for frogs? And you notice this water is dense with light. You notice the underneath you, parts you go tumbling into some muck down there. Uh, loamy muck, I'm not sure. Old leaves. Uh, decomposition. The decomposition is, hey, we could use some of you guys down here to help us with our... Uh, decomposing action and you say hey we're glad to be glad to join the decomposition team but the rest you go through you see you're seeing algae you say geez i just i think i just got a transfer it onto a lily pad and as you're on the lily pad you notice the sky starting to clear and for a moment, you're even on the leaf head separating your awareness as part of you rolls back into the pond as part of you as the sun shines and heats the lily pad, you know, it's a little radiative exchange pulling you up and back into the the sky. You say, I think I was just subliminated and ooh, that was sweet. But then you're back in the pond, you say, Jesus, this pond is slow moving, I'm not sure. If this is what it feels like to be a little bit faster than a glacier, but I can feel myself being carried. And then you say, you say wait a second, you got to be kidding me, I see a beaver dam coming up. Holy moly, being a wa- I didn't think being water could get any better. But you see the beavers, you see, you see they're slapping their tails, they're feeding their young. 
Maybe there's a couple swimming at you, a couple party. You say, geez, I just got a little, I just landed a part of me on some beaver fur. I might have, uh, you see their teeth, you see a couple of them chewing, you say, geez, I didn't, I can't believe their teeth are really that big. They really are like, uh, logging those logs. But then you feel yourself kind of spiraling and, and, and flowing at a rapid rate. And you say, well, geez, this isn't a total dam, just a highly, you know, damned area, so slowing the exiting of water, you know, whereas exiting at a lower rate than coming in, creating a pond, you know, where there's a hell of a lot of life there. But I, I guess it's time for me to go somewhere else. And you travel through the dam, and at first you're uh, you're you're moving in a, in a frothy torrent. As the dam empties out, and you say, geez, I'm bouncing off some rocks here. Holy cow, we're emptying out into another river. And we're, I didn't realize we, had, we we weren't in the mountains, we were in the hills. Now we're moving at a really high rate here. And you notice you're separating from other water molecules. Maybe, I don't know, you say, geez, if I lose my hydrogen or my oxygen or a couple of those protons, am I still water? And then the part that says, that's a joke, right? Because you're, you're getting too philosophical and you say, I don't know. I don't even get my own jokes sometimes. And then you say, and then you whoosh, you whoosh over something. You're like, this is fun. But as you whoosh over the next rock, you see bears and salmon in a, in a circle from life uh, activity. And the bears are diving, and they're wet, and they're shaking off like dogs, and they're eating the salmon. And meanwhile, the salmon are struggling past at the same time and getting through. So okay, well, it was a 50-50 action, probably. And you almost giggle as you, you see close-up salmon spots and salmon skin and bear faces. And you say, those bears are, you know, frightening and cute. As they as they chase at, and you even see some bears that are a little clumsy, and the salmon are shooting out of their paws, and a little baby bear that's scared of the water because it's so frosty. And you say, "Well, that's a healthy fear, that little bear. Good job." But soon you're racing by, you're racing by, you say, "Whoosh!" And for a second you say, "You notice you're whooshing around, and you've reached some sort of." You say, "Geez, I branched off from that." Uh, uh, main torrent river. I'm in a little side action, but I know some going. Am I in a whirlpool? And you say, of all my water-based dreams, being in a water pool, whirlpool, you know, other than I say, geez, could water be in a black hole? That would be awesome. But being in a whirlpool, and you start to feel yourself circling the outer circles circling, and you say, wow, this is almost hypnotic as I travel in this circle, around and around. But then you say, it's not a circle, it's a spiral. You're then slowly working my way towards the center, uh, towards an unknown center, circling and circling, getting closer and closer. And you almost feel titillated with anticipation. You see, what is going to happen next? And the whole time you're on the surface, you're observing the other ripples in the water, the 
slate ridges, other pieces of water similar to you say, can you believe this? We're a whirlpool. And then you say, yeah, you're right. We're not in a whirlpool. We are one of you. You say, geez, I wonder if I could high five with each of my, you see, probably my H's, the pinnacles of my H's. And then the next piece of water actually says, hi for me, man. But the tops of the H's and the bottom of the H's. And you do that and you say, you know, this is going to sound crazy, but my electrons feel tickled pink right now. And you get silence back, but you never know that water could have rushed away. Maybe it laughed at your joke. Maybe it didn't flop. But you're getting more and more and you're going down. But you're, you're breathless because you see the dream of being in a whirlpool and finding out what it's like is, is that there is a hollow center that only has air and no water. And as you spiral around that high, hollow center, you get into tighter and tighter spirals. But you, it's water. You, you, you say, geez, this is the first time I've noticed. I've felt no fear. Because as the water is, you say, well, I don't really have room to overthink it. There's just no reason to be afraid. I'm water. I'm flowing. Don't know where I'm going. And then somebody says, what do you think? You're the Bob Dylan of water globules? And you say, what is it? And you swish them. And you say, this. and then you say, wow, this is cool. And then as you get closer and closer, you notice you're going down, down, and the water is collecting. And then you go through a hole, and the hole closes as you jettison out through some rocks. You become a tight spray shooting down. You say, wait a second. Did I just go from being a whirlpool to a freaking cascading waterfall? And you say, someone get Ansel Adams on the phone here because I'm cascading through the air like a raindrop, but I'm bouncing back and forth off of a granite face. I'm passing climbers who must also fear no fear or fear no feel, or and you say, well, overthinking it again, no, no, no room in here for that, because you're bouncing, you're casting, and you say, you, 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 time seems to slow to a stop just because of your amazement. And as you look at the other water molecules around you, you're frozen, not in actuality, but because you see it, you see Roy, and sorry for the water, fucking G-Biv, you are a rainbow. Some sort of rainbow mist against them. You can feel cameras taking pictures of you as you mist in the sky. And you see, I don't know if I just imagined it or really heard it, but I can hear a grown man weeping about double and triple rainbows right now uh, somewhere, but that might just be in my collective memory. But you almost feel like weeping as you feel prismatic action running through you. And you say, I am a rainbow. Holy cow. Or I'm enabling a rainbow. And water and actually obviously say both. And you say, am I ultraviolet? Uh, okay, another uh, more. 
more parental type water globule nods and in amusement at you. And you, you, you're able to, you see, I don't know if my, my, my imagination's doing this, my awareness, or this is really how wonderful it is to be water, but I'm bouncing. You, you say, geez, you know, I don't have, a, you know, I don't have all my electrons right now, but I said, Roy G. Biv, Roy, red, orange, yellow, green, Biv, blue, indigo, Violet, but you say, Jesus, it's not. There's no line between indigo and violet. There's no line between red and orange and yellow. It's all one. And then somebody says, Are you philosophizing or just pointing out something that's obvious to water? And you say, I'm just trembling. I'm a little water globule trembling with joy to be passing through all these colors and having these colors pass through me. And you know, as time slowly starts to speed up as you're traveling through, and you say, geez, I'm creating more mini rainbows. But right up there where those rocks intertwine, and you say, geez, that's nice. You're able to look back at it as you fall through space. So slowly, so joyfully, you say, man, wow, uh, this is it, wow, and you're falling still, and then you notice that something about getting caught in this time slowdown, your awareness is split again, and one part of your awareness, uh, just the opposite of being a rainbow, picks up speed, but in a way... It doesn't seem to bother you. You're a globule. You literally roll with it. And, uh, you know, or if you're an electron, you wobble with it. And uh, you, you start to shoot out in some sort of multi-awareness way. You're ice-cold glass of water being drunk down by a, a famished child drinking you down and you can feel you say Jesus I didn't know I had so much in me and you feel yourself going through the child and 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 and, and doing so much more than just hydration you say wow geez I just I think part of me just went into some sort of uh Golgi apparatus and man I think some of me uh, I forgot the brain's mostly water. Whoa. And almost like universes pass in front of your eyes, but then you're also a hot cup of tea. And you're being sipped by an English mystery writer with her both her dog and her cat in front of her fireplace. It just just finishing up her latest manuscript and she's celebrating with a glass of her favorite tea. And not only do you get to experience her savoring every sip of you in the proper way, I think, with milk or however they do it, but also touching every fiber of her being and seeing how hard she worked to get where she was because she wasn't from privilege. She wasn't one of those people that had opportunities and mentors, and she came from a a part of the country that was so long forgotten and 
and in some sense cast away. And you say, whoa, I'm just water, and I'm absorbing all of this. And the tea, you can sense it tastes that much sweeter to her and her journey. And you say, I thought being a rainbow was good. And then you flash through moment and moment after that of of people you've touched. You say, geez, I'm in an eyeball, and I'm watching some freaking awesome play. And you say, I don't know if I'm 100% positive. I think I might be within a piece of celluloid. And I'm being projected. Am I being projected or, or enabling a projection on a movie screen? And moment and moment after that, your awareness is filled with each of those little flashes, ice cream cones, kisses on lips, tears of heartbreak, tears of goodbye, and tears of a child coming home from overseas that you you thought might not make it. It was over there in some other country that left when they were 18. And some mission you thought was so misguided and, and said, oh, they're so brave and, and they're charging ahead with your other youth to do what they think is right and I'm afraid. And you say, geez, I didn't know a tear had this much room for what a feeling. And you see, you whisper to the other, you say, fuck philosophy, this shit is where it's at. And they say, yeah, well, you can't stay in a tear duct, my friend. And you say, well, that's somewhat philosophical. But then you roll down the person's cheek, and even a part of you hits the side of their lip and is aware of your salty flavor. And you say, geez, this is a salty flavor of joy. Mixed with a mother's makeup, and it tastes great. And you go through there, each and every experience passing through you, though, just just like those beams of light earlier, nothing stays. But it all, you know, flesh, they said, you said, never was I, nothing stays, and you don't stay anywhere. And then your awareness is pulled again, and you say, well, I wish I could stay, but I don't have the electrons to be forlorn. And, you know, so uh, you see, geez, I didn't see a globule, globule or was crying next to me. And that just percolated them right up. And then they just point at you and they say, percolation jokes are better than, uh, what was the other joke? You say, I don't remember because I'm, uh, and then you're back. And you say, Jesus is related to the river I was in when I was a rainbow, but we're moving so much slowly now. And you see cows, and you see meanders, you see high banks on the river. You see children playing. You see you see an old tree. And then you start to sense, you say, geez, I'm, I'm expecting, I mean, I feel like I'm in some sort of delta-type action or about to be. Because you feel richness, but a slow, slow moving. And then you notice yourself emptying and spreading out across the land. And you say, I think this is a delta. I can feel the richness. I can feel silt and 
with our sediment around me. And then you start to sense the presence of, uh, you see, am I, in a bra- am I in brackish action? As you feel salt and, and other nutrients flowing through you, they say, geez, I'm no longer quote-unquote fresh water. And you pass by some shrimp and you start to hear the calls of seabirds. And you, you notice you pick up some speed and you start to feel the flow of the ocean. And you say, wow, I can sense the pull of the moon on me. And it is powerful. And for a moment your awareness rests in the whole ocean. But if you become aware of the moon's pull on you and within the vastness of the ocean, you feel a connectedness not to only the moon, but to the core of the earth in some sense. Boy, you say, whoa, and you look around and all the other uh, drops of water are just as uh, enchanted as you are. And you, you feel the flow, you feel the waves, you feel the storms. And you, you, you just start to reach out and touch the life when you notice a sudden upwelling and a change in temperature, pluming some ocean life along with it, jettisons you to the top. And you're floating, and you say, Jesus, this is a slightly choppy but not bad sea action, and you see the sky above you, you see the beautiful, shimmering surface of the water, and you feel the shimmering within you, and you feel, she said, I'm not sure if I'm aquamarine or space gray, and uh, someone says, she says, some sort of veiled apple joke, you say, well, I could have probably done it, but I didn't know, and you see, you even notice there is a little space gray just on the horizon. Just as you start to enjoy shimmering, and you say, am I shimmering and glimmering? And somebody nods, I say, man, you notice suddenly something's changed. You feel the salt separating from you. You feel other molecules peeling off of you. And you say, I think I'm evaporating. I think I'm going to end some evaporative action. And you say, Jesus, this process is as mystical as it gets. I'm being carried. And you say, what? Is this even observable uh, by water or the naked eye? And you can't even get an answer because you're in some sort of, you say, Jesus, this is a dreamlike as, as it gets for being a thing of water. And you see, you, you start to think about everything that's happening. You say, well, I, I was hoping to get a, you know, undersea action. Maybe run through, and you notice other, you, you can't sense the other, but you notice the, all of the water of existence uh, reaching out to uh, reassure you or comfort you just by their existence. And you say, there's good room, there's now no room for philosophy in here because I wouldn't even know how to make sense of that at all. But you say, wait a second, this is some sort of perpetual journey I'm on, isn't it? 
And it's almost like things that, you know, you say, geez, am I getting messages of yes or no? And you say, I'm just destined to flow this earth forever, changing, you know, solid gas, vapor, liquid, you know, oh, man. And you say, well, gee, I, I, if I, I, didn't, I, I can't believe how good it is. He said, well, Jay, I don't really have any control. But I'm water, I don't really mind. You say, well, if I could arrange my electrons in a wish list, I, you know, one day I would like to be in a vernal pool. I'd like to be coated on the skin of a salamander, uh, or, you know, or some sort of vernal pool-like creature. But I wouldn't mind running into those tadpoles again. Some of the other stuff was sweet. But you just feel yourself carried through space. You're lighter. You see, geez, am I lighter than air? I'm H2O. But I'm being carried through the air, so I don't know what the hell, what's going on, but it feels damn good. This whole dam being a water thing. See, well, geez, I was actually at a dam, and that was great. And you tumble upwards, and you say, geez, can you tumble upwards while I'm doing it? And you start to reform into some sort of vapor-like globule. And first you almost say, say, I'm almost back where I started, but then you catch a glinting eye reflecting the sun of some other water. Ain't no better. And they know, geez, I'm just along for this ride. And then you, you see some people in a boat. And you, you say, well, part of me is a little jealous. They get, all, you know, they get a human life. But you say, being a water's great. Being a water's pretty nice. You know, say, well, it's a lot. Oh, boy. Now I'm floating. I said, wait a second. Before I even notice that I'm back in a cloud. And you just lie back and you, you say, geez, am I an alto cumulus? Are we in a serious, serious action? Strato, are we a strato something? Are we a, uh, anything, I don't know any other cloud titles. Alto cumulus, helio cumulus? Uh, it was a, hey, but you mind me asking, was it was a red sky? Was a red sky in the morning or red sky at night? And you and some other water globules, you just giggle and kind of tell yourself silly jokes while you float on a cloud. Off to your next, no, you know, just being water. Just doing what you do, which is magic. You are magic. You're a part of magic. You enable magic. And also it slips and falls too. You say, well, sorry about that, guys. But, you know, we carry carry viruses and bacteria. Sorry about that, but, uh, you know, we can't be perfect. We're water. We just are what we are. And the clouds, they float across the sky. From the sea to the land, from the land to the sea, uh, even to the shores of Tripoli and past the shores, you know, inland, uh, everywhere. So, 
Just picture those clouds. You're floating in a cloud. You're safe. There's nothing to worry about right at this moment. You're, you don't even have the electron capacity to think about it because you're a cloud. All right. Good night. <laughs>